Good evening, everybody, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Stegman, and with me, as always, is my pal... Noelle Schmidt. That's right. And uh, we'd like to welcome you to this show in which uh, we drink alcohol and talk about ghosts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I think since I was in mid-drink. No, I know. I <laughs> <laughs> Just to prove to you that we are drinking alcohol. Yes, we are. And actually, I thought it was kind of funny. On the SoundCloud page, uh, somebody made a comment... Um, like, come on, guys, it's called High Spirits. Oh, it's a challenge. Well, yeah, no, I wrote back as soon as cannabis becomes illegal in Illinois. Illegal. Did I say illegal? You did. Oh, I meant legal. <laughs> but uh, right now, I'm not, I refuse to. Uh, right. But, but I don't know. But would the popo for... come and knock on the door? I don't think so. Okay. I feel like they have more important things to do in Chicago. <laughs> um, here's the other thing maybe we are, and you just don't know. I'm not. well okay then uh jay what are you drinking today oh uh tonight's episode is brought to you by gone away it's an ipa and it's from right here in chicago oh spilled. (laughs) (laughs) that's totally a schmidt move there whoops (laughs) um it's brewed here in chicago illinois whoops okay that just wipes wipes right off Of your white couch. Yeah. <laughs> That's just so <laughs> good. My hand's going to be sticky. So That's some nice leather-bound oh, white couch man. action. Um, I'm drinking. Oh, yeah. Dynamite. Dynamite. Dynamite Cabernet. It is a 2013. Wow, that's old. It's almost four years that, old. I mean, that's, a, that, yeah. It's from the north coast of somewhere. <laughs> okay. And, uh... It's a 13.5% alcohol. Dynamite! It's an explosion in my mouth. Yeah. That's a lot of percentage. I like this. I got some cork in my glass. But otherwise, I really like this. Still using a real cork. Fun fact, everybody. There's a cork shortage. Yeah. We're going to run out of cork. There has been for a long time. It has been. I don't know where they keep finding it. If this is recycled cork, can they do that? I don't know. I don't think they can. Um, Which is why a lot of your wine bottles are synthetic. Also, why you'll see a lot of twist-offs now mm-hmm. and a lot of wine distributors wanting to make the move to the bagged wine or yeah. the boxed wine. But for those of us who enjoy the pop of the cork, yeah. you'll get the synthetic. I'll drink it in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> as long as it's not Franzia, I don't care. Oh, really? I didn't know you were anti-Franz. I am. I'm also anti-Walgreens uh, generic wine. I uh, don't know what that is. Made a mistake there. Um, what, what is their brand called? Allow me to tell you the story. Yes, please. Uh, I was in, I, I was traveling for work again as I, as I do. And we went to a Walgreens to stock up on some stuff. And I was like, cool guys, they have booze here. So one stop shop. Um, and I forgot my travel, uh, corkscrew. <laughs> Because okay. I because I have one. Sure. Um, <laughs> TSA approved. Now, where does one get one of those? Uh, oh, you can usually get it at your local liquor store. They're those plastic things that have the corkscrew in it. Oh. Um, that you just you kind of pull it apart and then you put the yep. thing in the hole. So you don't have to check that. That can go with you. Um, no, you have to check that. Oh, okay. Um, that I know of. I could I could write to the TSA. I do follow them on Instagram. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Their Instagram account is amazing. It's I would really imagine. funny. Sure. Um, so I'm not entirely sure about that, but I usually check it uh, when I'm checking a bag. Anyway, the Walgreens did not have a wine key that I could locate, so I was kind of perplexed because I could also not find a twist off. And one of the people that was with me was like, "Well, they have these boxed wines that are only ten dollars, and it might be not a bad idea." And so she was looking at the white wine, which was called "It's So Crisp." <laughs> okay. And I was looking at the red wine that was called It's So Smooth. Um, the only thing that was deterring me was not the fact that it was Walgreens generic wine, but it was the fact that it was Merlot. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I can do it. I turned into uh, Paul Giamatti from Sideways, where sure. I was like, I won't drink Merlot. I won't do it. I mean, but you shouldn't. But I, yeah. Well, I did. So I, <laughs> I made the purchase. And uh, I got back to my you room. You haven't had a Merlot in... At least three months. Um, <laughs> not by choice, but somebody probably purchased it for me. And I was like, okay, I'll drink this. Because mm-hmm. we were like at a dinner or something. Uh, so um, I 
got back to my room. I opened the box. I poured myself a glass because there were glasses in this classy hotel. I was hey, saying, look at the you. Courtyard Marriott. Um, this episode of High Spirits is brought to you by the Courtyard Marriott. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Um, and the color that came out of this box was not <laughs> a color Purple? that comes from a grape. What color? It was like, um, kind of like a rust. Oh. And it looked like rust uh-huh. coming out because there was some sediment in it. Did it taste as good as rust? It was miserable. Aww. It was so bad and awful. It was so bad I drank the whole oh. thing. <laughs> well, I was like, well, maybe it just needs to breathe for a little bit. Maybe it needs to settle. So I gave it a couple minutes. <laughs> And I'm here to tell you that nothing changed. It was just as bad. So then I think later that night we went out to dinner. I came back to my room and I was like, what if I, what if I put ice in it? Sure. This is, this is, this is where I am starting to question if I have a legitimate problem. Cause I'm like. <laughs> with ice? With, with glasses? With, with traveling? All of the above. And so I mixed it with ice and I just could not do it. So I left it. And then she gotten a sprite and made like a, um, well, there's more to the story. Oh, <laughs> so I then would make my coworkers for the rest of the week, try it when they would come to my room and be like, please try the box wine. And they would take a sip and they'd be like, no, no. And we had somebody coming at the end of the week. And so we were like, this guy will drink anything. So <laughs> we, we made him pour a glass and we all just sat there and stared at him. And I, as we've discussed, do not have a good poker face. And like, he's <laughs> no. watching me as he's drinking it. And I'm just like making every gross face that like I could possibly make. <laughs> and he was like, well, okay. And then mixed it with some Coke that he had and drank the rest cocaine. of his glass. Uh, Coca-Cola. No. Oh. Yeah. Which used to have cocaine in it. True. True. This could have. Let's I mean, make America great again, Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to. So, yeah. So so that's that's my story about why you should never buy Walgreens generic wine. Oh, it's that is an amazing story. The worst. And if you would like to option that story for film, please <laughs> contact us at highspiritchicago at gmail.com. We are... I feel like I've killed about five minutes of that story. <laughs> I feel like everyone <laughs> turned it off. <laughs> Uh, we have to do like a Paul Harvey, and that man was Keanu Reeves. Well, fun fact. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fun fact on top of the fun fact, we were actually watching um, Speed that night uh-huh. when uh, I was making everybody try it. Oh, okay. And then Speed 2 came on, and I was like, oh, no, it's time for dinner. This is a bummer. Can't we just hang in my room? <laughs> so Keanu Reeves uh, did make an appearance. Keanu Reeves did make an appearance nice. that weekend. Yeah. Sure did. He's such a good actor. Nope. (laughs) Nope. He really is. He was in that uh, Sandra Bullock time traveling movie about the house. The lake house. Yeah, I didn't see it. I feel like that's the second time we've discussed the lake house on this show. (laughs) And both of us have never seen it, but we call it out like it's... I don't know. You know what movie of his I do like? Nope. Oh, nope. That's not his movie. Who is it? I was going to say Hope Floats. Oh, that's Sandy. Sandy and Harry Connick Jr. Oh. But I was thinking of A Walk in the Clouds. Is that about cancer? It's about a vineyards in Italy. Is it? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. He's in it. Is it about cancer? <laughs> I honestly don't know. I think A Walk to Remember is about cancer. A Walk to Remember is about cancer. Yeah. This is going really well yeah. tonight. <laughs> We should probably move on. Yeah. Um, do, do you want to talk about ghostesses? Or do you... I do. I have one correction. I'm really, really embarrassed about this. Oh, no. So, what happened? A few weeks ago when we did the Green Bay episode, I referenced um, a funny ESPN skit that was done by um, Phil Sims, which was naked Brett Favre yeah. uh, running through the streets of Green Bay. I stand horribly corrected, and I knew when I was saying that it that it was wrong, and I am correcting myself. It is not Phil Sims. Phil Sims is indeed not a funny person. He is a sports commentator. Okay. Uh, the actual person I was thinking of is Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons is who I was So you for. thought it was Phil Sims. Sims, but it was Bill Simmons. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that is an easy mistake to make. <laughs> How embarrassing. No, I, it's They're fine. very, very different people. Nope. 
Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for your forgiveness. Because <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know who either of them are. There are some sport people in the world that would be very upset with me. Sure. Um, and to them, Bill all Simmons. I have to say is Lady Gaga. So good, right? All I need to know about sports for the next oh year God. is Lady Gaga. That Super Bowl performance was... Oh, my God. Top notch. Into it. Take that, Katy Perry. Well, we, she doesn't have to take it. No, she should. Wait, was she last year? <laughs> no, Beyonce was take. last year. Oh, Beyonce was last year. Was Beyonce last year or the year before? No, she was oh, last year. Oh, and that's when she brought up the rest of the Destiny's children. Like, we're still here, too. <laughs> yes. The Destiny's children came. <laughs> Have um, you seen those weird Beyonce pregnancy pi- pictures? Yeah. What do you the think hell? they're weird? Yeah, I do. Okay. I also it's like her like laying there and like in flowers. There's also one of her underwater. Oh yeah, I like that. You would. <laughs> Wait, hold on, wind it back. Why would I? Because you love the Beyonce. Yeah, I do. <gasps> also, Lady Gaga's gonna be here this summer at Wrigley Field. I know. Oh I know. Okay. Well, wink wink. Okay. <laughs> Yes, we're going. Um, <laughs> it might be around my birthday, so that would be fun. It's not. It's not? When is it? It's months later. When is? It's the end of August. Great. That's my birthday. Okay. It's now your birthday. <laughs> All Whatever right. day she's playing at Wrigley Field is my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to change my birth certificate. <laughs> we'll make that happen. Um, yeah. Okay, then. Well, um, thank you for that correction. Um did your... I'm sorry. No. Did the fellows you work with tell you that? No, I actually caught it when I was listening. I was like, Phil Sims, what's wrong with you? Oh my God. That's incorrect. In that episode, I think I incorrectly said I did muscle relaxers with Brett Favre. And what I meant to say <laughs> is I did muscle relaxers with Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up because I yeah. really wanted to be sure that oh, that's what you man. meant. I know how embarrassing when I listen oh, to it. Oh, God. Alrighty. Are we ready? <laughs> I was I was born ready. Sort of a Lady Gaga reference. Sort of. Um, What's my new birthday? August 25th? August it's a 25th? Friday. Ooh. I think it's the 25th. I know this because Green Day is the night before, uh-huh. and I'm going to that already. Don't get too tired. It's going to be a long week, my friend. A long week. You can handle it. Yeah, I sure can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> summertime. Can't get here soon enough. It's really cold today. Mm-hmm. It's chilly. I don't like it. Okay, um, today, Jay, yeah, I would like to tell you about the Black Hope Cemetery. Oh, it sounds so desperate. A little bit. It's pretty sad. So, uh, the Black. Why Hope- would you? Can you imagine? Like, like I'm. I'm. Gonna, this this cemetery should be some hope. Some hope. Well, Black the- Hope kind of just. You're gonna, oppositional to hope. Right. Well, you're gonna find out why it's called the Black Hope Cemetery because it yeah. actually means something more inspiring. Beautiful. But uh, before we'll get there. Oh, okay. So um, it's located in Crosby, Texas, which is near Houston. It's kind of a suburb of Houston. Um, it's. Uh, did you go there when you were at the Super Bowl? I did not, but now everybody knows that I was at the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can delete that. Um, we don't delete things. Can you we edit? Don't, I don't know how to do those things. I don't know. Um, I didn't go to the Super Bowl, but okay. I did not go. No, I did not really leave my area. I went from my hotel to my work and back. Okay. Um, and sometimes we went to dinner. But we didn't really like go past like our area that much. Okay. Not that. Ex- not Sorry. Again. No. And Crosby, Texas, does not sound like a place where I would ever want to go. No, Crosby is famous for putting um, drugs in women's drinks. That's Cosby. Oh, Cosby, Texas. Cosby, Texas. Yep. You can stay away from Cosby, Texas. That's where you get Crosby. the roofied. Yep. Although Crosby, Texas is uh, known for singing Christmas hits and hitting his wife. <laughs> Don't forget his children. <laughs> um, That's terrible. That's about Bing Crosby. Um, uh, and if you're uh, part of the Crosby family, sorry. Sorry. We, I, I, love, I love me some Bing Crosby. Dude, fuck, yeah. My dad and I danced to um, Pistol Pack and Mama as our father-daughter dance at my wedding. I was there. Is it's that a, Bing Crosby? It's Bing Crosby and the Andrews sisters. Lay that pistol oh, down. Yes. Lay the, lay the, my dad, it's it's a nostalgic thing for me because my dad used to play that record. Yeah, all the time I love I the Andrews sisters. Mm-hmm. I was drinking, I think, a jello shot on the stairs to the Skittle. Skittle shot. Oh, a Skittle shot. You are off your game today. You think so? No. You're never off. All right. So that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're welcome. Um, okay, so uh, the site of Crosby, Texas, um, it's north of U.S. Route 90, and according to some, was an encampment nicknamed Blick Skillet. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> in 1823 by Humphrey Jackson, uh, one of the 300 original colonists to settle in uh, in Texas. The name Lick Skillet came from the phrase, the East Texas oxen team drivers sipped the sweet spring water and licked their skillets clean. Yeah, Lick Skillet. That is a tongue twister. Yeah, don't lick your skillet unless it's cooled. Lick Skillet. <laughs> lick Skillet. I love that so much. Um... As of the census in 2000, there were 1,714 people who occupied the the area. The racial makeup is 74.15% white, 12.72% African American, uh, less than 1% Native American, uh, less than half a percent of Asian, and 10.79% of other races. Cool, there's one Inuit. Yes, one Inuit. Um, and then Hispanic or Latino are uh, over 18% of the population. To, just to give you an idea, this is actually somewhat relevant. Um, so <laughs> I would hope so with all that set up. So in the 1800s, um, there was a family-owned plantation. Um, in Texas? We're still talking? In Texas, okay. in Crosby, Texas, which uh, let's we'll call it Lick Skillet for now. Lick Skillet. Um, and as well as uh, many slaves who worked... On the plantation, obviously, when the when slavery ended in Texas around uh, 1865, um, the slaves sick. yeah hold, well hold on the slaves were freed in a timely manner. Um, Two years after the Emancipation Proclamation, so they were a little late to the game. Yeah, so <laughs> timely for when they decided to do it. Right. So the family that don't they mean expediently? I don't know. Whatever. Keep they, going. they meant in it. Yeah. So they kind of took their time freeing the slaves. Where it took a while to get that word over to Texas that the Emancipation <laughs> Proclamation had been okay. decreed. Um, so the plantation was owned by a family, the McKinney family, um, and what they did actually was they gave a portion of the land to their freed slaves. Oh, that's so it actually was a good thing. Good. I mean, despite as they should have all of the other things. Yes. Um, the portion of that land became known as Black Hope. Oh, okay. So it's Thanks actually a, okay. a positive thing. All right. So, um, so part of that location is now known as the Houston suburb of Crosby. So it was a pretty, like they must've owned a lot of land. So part of that's Crosby. Okay. Um, so the, the McKinney's freed slaves built a, com- a community on that piece of land and that included a church, school, homes, and a cemetery. And, um, the, the community continued on for about four decades until it was destroyed by a fire. Oh no. Yeah. So the descendants of those uh, freed slaves continue to live nearby in a town called Barrett Station, which is, I think, from what I read, it's like 20 miles away. Um, so as is the case with many African-American cemeteries from that time, a lot of the graves were either not marked or they were marked with just like uh, wooden crosses. Do you know why they weren't marked? Um because they didn't have any money. They didn't have like any kind of like, Oh, like for mark- granite and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So they were, they were, most of them were marked with like wooden crosses or like a very simple headstone. That's very interesting. Um, I am going to do some more research on that. Cause I did not realize that. Yeah, no, that's, that's totally a thing. And it's really, really unfortunate. So, um, and a lot of them, a lot of the graves weren't really preserved for that reason because it was a poor cemetery. They didn't really have anybody that, that could like keep up the grounds. Right. Um, the McKinney family held onto the property, however, until the, 19- the cemetery they held on to. Mm-hmm. And they held on to it until the 1970s to help or to hinder. Um, I think more just because they owned it. I think it's just because they owned it. And the way, like in one of the articles that I read, the way it was described was they, they just kind of owned the land. I don't think they like needed it for anything. I think they, they just owned it. Uh-huh. I don't think they did anything with it. And then in the 1970s, all these like land developers came in and wanted to build on the land. I and bet they were looking for um, Texas tea. That could be. Mm-hmm. So, but they were offered like a lot of money to give up the land. And so they sold it to developers who built these large subdivisions on the land. Texas tea, by the way, for our <laughs> listeners is oil. I oil. Oil. <laughs> Um, right. So in 1982, um, there was, now this, 
I, I found some conflicting information on this. There was um, uh, a, a large subdivision that was built on this property called um, the Newport subdivision or Newport, whatever, Newport. Um, some accounts say that it was a um, upper class, well-to-do uh, subdivision. Some say that a large portion of it um, was Section 8 housing. Okay. Which I tend Could it be both? It could be both. Now, the average, like looking at the demographics, which I didn't include in my notes, but the average income for this area as of like the 2010 census was like $35,000 a year. So the Section 8 housing tends to make a little bit more sense. Mm -hmm. um, but it could, be, it could be, certainly be both. Well, there was a big... Uh, uh, idea after the um the failure of projects um 60s 70s and 80s that within section 8 instead of building high rises to nowhere and putting mm -hmm. uh, everybody inside of them that it would be better to um uh instead of having a homogenous area to sort of put section eight housing in all sorts of areas so mm -hmm. actually affluent places did get section eight housing mm -hmm. So that, who knows? I mean, no, that, that, might, that might be why there's a disparity. That actually makes a lot of sense because I'm going to talk about two different families. One of them, it said that they moved into their dream house in this upscale community. And the other one, it had said that they moved into um, where their house was, was on the edge of sex, Section 8 housing. Oh, okay. And they basically were neighbors. So it huh. could be, yeah. it could be kind of that idea. Um, but I didn't really get any clarity on it. I also didn't really like do dig in too deep on that one. Okay. Um, cause I don't think that matters and I don't think it's important to this story. All I care <laughs> about are the ghosts. I know I'm all about social justice. I'm like sex and eight housing shouldn't be something that causes great embarrassment or should be treated as uh, for sure. And that's kind of negative. It, it is, a ch it is a chance for. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity, yeah. Yeah. No, and that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Like, I don't care what your background is and what your income is. Like, Girl, listen, I know I know you're liberal AF. I'm just trying to tell the people. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to, like, keep, like, digging this hole. All right. Uh, okay. In 1982, Sam and Judith Haney bought um, a home in the Newport subdivision. Uh, a year later, they decided they wanted a pool. Okay. Um, so they started to excavate and a stranger came to their door uh -oh. and um, said that there were human remains buried in the backyard and that he buried them there. And he pointed uh, to where the two graves were and gave them the names of some of the black families in the area that can confirm his story. What? Okay. The fuck? Okay. What? <laughs> All right. Also, stop making eye contact. It's weirding me out. I feel like you was... <laughs> So you're going to say something so terrible. No. I just, again, if somebody comes to your house. Yeah, don't answer the door. And you don't know them. Yeah. And they're like, hi, I buried some bodies in your backyard. It's time to go. Yeah. That's why Jesus invented bear traps. I know. That just this... be like, uh, when you leave, just go left, left, a little bit more to your left. I and understand they get stuck by the bear trap. that this is your dream house, but at what cost? <laughs> and there are houses. You can, you can find another house. I mean, yes, most certainly. Sell it to some other poor sap who wants a pool. And then as, out. as you leave, just be like, uh, quickie. Everybody's in the backyard. Gotta go. <laughs> okay, babe. Here are the keys. <laughs> See ya. Um, um, <laughs> sometimes you have to hit the radiator with a wrench. <laughs> And there's bodies in the backyard. Also, there might be oil. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, just leave. So they're like, interesting. Okay, well, this crazy old coot doesn't know anything. <laughs> so the um, the contractor starts to dig in the spot where the old man pointed with a backhoe. Um, and sure enough, they unearthed the bodies of a man and a woman who were buried in pine boxes. Oh, my God. Well, no. So they were... They were part of the cemetery. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, I'm going to get to who this man was in a second. So... Um, Your story is just filled with twists and turns um, and... Look up. <laughs> Stay on board. Um, 
so most of the bodies um, had disintegrated, but they found 25 fragments. Um, two wedding rings were found. Oh. Yeah, they were determined to be Betty and Charlie Thomas, who uh, died in the 1930s. Um, they were determined to be former slaves who had been freed. Oh, and they were lived married. a very long life. They did, they did. Um, and uh, <clears throat> the what research has found is that many of the bodies were buried by Jasper Norton, who was the man who appeared at their house. And <laughs> Jasper Norton. He's just looking out. Really? Old Jasper. Oh. He's like got nothing but time now. Just goes and knocks on people's doors. And he's like, I, uh, I buried some of those, some bodies in your backyard. What did, what did strange way to, to do that? Why not bring it to the local council and say right. that there are houses on top of Black Hope right. Cemetery? I see you've got some, backhoes in the backyard like you're <laughs> gonna dig up a pool or something uh, here's the thing i just want I you like, to know i like that jasper told them but i also feel like i this is pre-internet so i guess he couldn't be like attention everybody right he's just doing his civil civil duty door to door he's doing what he's gotta do by the way you uh might find some bodies buried in your backyard thanks jasper jasper likes to talk a lot yeah right <laughs> Cool. Bye, Jasper. Well, here's the thing. Um, uh, they didn't know that their house was buried in a cemetery. Their house was buried in a cemetery? It was buried on top of a cemetery, and nobody told <laughs> it was them. Built. Oh, what? What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> or was it? Um, Actually, this is a good time, because Noelle and I are getting toe up to uh, say special thanks to our sponsors. Mine's uh, Gone Away. It's a beer by <laughs> Baker Company. And uh, what are you drinking? Uh, dynamite! It's an explosion in my mouth. I really like this. I keep drinking. I know. <laughs> I see you pouring it. I just keep going oh, back yeah. for more. I really I'll like it. Let's go ahead and vamp. So Jasper warned the pieces. He but- said... Don't you do it. No, he was more like, I just want you to know. <laughs> what is this voice you're doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's how Jasper sounds. It's like an old person voice. Yeah. There might be some bodies in your backyard. I just want you to know. Except for old people nowadays are having, like, crazy amounts of sex. I know, right? So he's good for them. Wow. Well, this is in 1982. Oh, yeah. They were, no. they were not having sex. No. <laughs> There's a strict old person sex man in 1982. <laughs> Thank God. Um, so uh, many of the people, um, they found out that many of the people that were buried um, were former slaves, as we talked about. The last burial was in 1939, and um, as many as 60 were interred in pauper's graves. Oh. So that's those are the folks that probably didn't have any kind of, like, markings or... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, who knows if they were even buried in, like, a box. They might have just been, like, thrown in... Sure. A hole. So, here are some things that the Haney's experienced while living in the house. Oh, is their hoose haunted? Their hoose was haunted. Because here's what <laughs> happened. Yeah. They dug up, they dug up the bodies, yeah. and then they um, they moved them. Uh-huh. And then to they, just another part of their yard. They moved them. Uh, I don't know where they put them, actually. Was that? I don't think that was ever said. Um but then they um, ended up bringing them back what? and reburying them in the backyard because I think they thought that that might fix the problem. Oh. So, uh. but the activity started after Betty and Charlie Thomas' <laughs> bodies were um, um, exhumed. Thank you, exhumed. Um, okay, so one night, Judith, Judith Haney, um, <laughs> Discovered a clock glowing and sparking, which means that it was probably having, like, shorting out. little haunted clock there. Haunted clock. She would hear uh, sliding doors opening and closing on her own. On their sliding own. doors. Oh, so they live in like, a ranch situation. Yes, or maybe they had, like, a, a walk-up a walk basement kind yeah, of situation. Like a little rumpus room. Not, not like here up in the north you hear, like, like you know, doors sh- slamming. These are doors sliding. These are sliding doors. They're very specific to Houston. I don't think they quite had the technology in 1982 of those like kitchen um, cabinets and, and drawers that they like the side themselves. No, the ones that like silently close. Yeah. Um, I have so much fun with those. Whenever I'm in a house that has the, has those, I like to like pretend like I'm slamming the door because you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> I'm so mad at you guys. And I like my go to them. Oh my god, they're so I fun. Them. I love them. I am going to break one of them off someday. Yeah. Um, we'll be more gentle. I can't. They're great. Um, one day, Judith's uh, shoes vanished and they showed up. Her what? Her shoes. They just like disappeared. Her, <laughs> her one pair of shoes. Judith, get it together. <laughs> She's like, where did I leave my shoes? Um... <laughs> <laughs> she found them she found them on a Betty and Charlie's grave in the backyard wait hold on that was awesome and I was drinking I apologize yeah that's okay her shoes yeah her one pair of shoes was her on the solo pair of red shoes on the dead bodies they were they were back on the grave wow yeah what did that mean I don't know don't walk here <laughs> No, but they brought the shoes there. Like, walk on me. Notice us. We're doing doing this. Um, I don't know what that that means, actually. Um, Other things. Neighbors reported lights, TVs, and faucets turning on and off. Uh There were unearthly sounds and supernatural apparitions. Uh, This is my favorite. Pets acting strangely (laughs) and dying mysteriously. (gasps) No, I don't like that I know, I don't like it. But I like the idea of pets acting strangely. I do too, because there's all <laughs> pets act strangely. What does that mean? Those fucking weirdos. I mean, my cat will stare at me sometimes in the middle, like late at night. I'll it'll, I'll be the only one up, and she'll just be staring at me, and I'm like, you're possessed. Do you think she's going to murder you? No, not like my previous cat, who I really thought was going to kill me. You thought Ophelia was going to kill you? Oh my god. I thought for sure that cat was going to kill me in my sleep. Oh my god. No, she was not. She would... I would go to bed and she would position herself where her face was right in front of mine and she would just stare at me. It's because she loved you. I don't know. That cat was pretty evil. Girl. My brothers will attest to this. Girl. That cat was... I don't even know if I've shared this on this uh, podcast, but remember when I took care of a cat Mm -hmm. and you left me like 30 things to do (laughs) and I thought there might have been practical jokes, but I did them anyway. <laughs> Noelle fucking left bubbles on the counter and she told me to blow them for her cat's pleasure. And her cat had zero interest. And like a stupid schmuck, I blew bubbles for like five minutes. Did she even really like that? She did. She would chase them. <laughs> it was on the list. It was seriously like, here's how you feed her, make sure she gets her water, here's her medicine, and blow bubbles for her, please. <laughs> Like, that wasn't, like, number 30. It was real high. Make sure you put catnip on her cardboard. I did that. Yeah. So she yeah. could do her break dancing. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. She was pure evil. No, she was sweet. I would go to bed on many occasions where I was, I would think, tonight's the night. Tonight's the night I don't wake up. That's she would just, like, stare me down. Yeah. For real. It was, it was real. All right. Um... <laughs> So the pets acted strangely. Plants failed to thrive. Dumb. Uh, there were plagues of ants and sa- snakes, sometimes poisonous. What? Yeah. Plagues uh, of ants. Plagues of ants. So people just would have like That's disgusting, like an army of ants in their their homes. Ew. Yeah, it's terrible. N O. And then there would be like snakes everywhere. <laughs> Just, it's like the plague. It's like just because it's Texas. It's like the plagues of Egypt. It's Crosby, Texas. Yeah. Crosby, Texas. Um, and then there were storms that seemed to be confined to the suburbs, leaving cascades of large worms. Okay. So they had ants, worms, snakes. Now we're getting too religious. For and my dead days. plants. Dead I'm plants can go fuck themselves, but the rest of it sounds way too religious. Right. Um, <laughs> no, you're like I'm not saying. Anything. I just I believe it. Um, <laughs> next up were, so that's the Haney's uh-huh. and they're the, the reports from their neighbors. Next up is Ben and Jean Williams, who were also, who were neighbors of the Haney's. Oh, I hate them. They threw the worst parties. <sighs> they did, but they had some shit. Okay. Well, I'm willing to listen, but I'm yeah. just saying, we I never mean, got along. They tried. Remember when they took my, uh, entertainment weekly? No, it was your TV guide. Oh, shit. Whoops. Forgiven. That's okay. They just wanted to see. They, they just wanted, wanted to see. read what was on television. They couldn't remember what time Knott's Landing was on. TV guide is probably one of the funniest piece of, pieces of American antiquity. Oh, it's so good. I love reading <laughs> I love reading the uh, descriptions of shows and, and like, made-for-TV movies. I don't know. 
Like it just to me, it's such an American. It's an American phenomenon to read what's on television. Oh, it's so good. When when we were in college, Neil Neil Arcenti, friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show, Iroquois. Yes, Neil and I would um, episode sit and uh, read TV Guide aloud to each other. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and it would just irritate the hell out of his roommates, <laughs> as as it should have. Because done. it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway, let's talk about Ben and Jean Williams. Oh, I hate them. <laughs> Just give them a chance. <laughs> so uh, Ben and Jean reported that near their flower beds, uh, sinkholes in the shape of coffins appeared. Yes. Uh, there are pictures of this. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. We'll, put, we'll post them in the Facebook, High Spirit yeah. Chicago Facebook. Um, they would fill they would fill in the sinkholes, and they would just reappear days later. Yes, Grill. Yeah. So into it. Um, they reported that random shadows slid down their walls, accompanied yes. by whispers and putrid smells. Gross. Cat urine, anybody? Uh-huh. Um, Demons, I always smell like shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, their granddaughter Carly lived with them. and she, Carly. Carly with an eye. You know that Carly was just like, just could not get it together in college, so she had to go live with her grandparents. She did. She's Poor a mess. Carly. She's like goth. Yeah. And she was, like, kind of into it, but kind of annoyed by it. Yeah. Well, because she was goth before anyone else was. For real. Yeah. Um, And it's hard to be goth in a Toyota Corolla. (laughs) 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 This is my grandma's car. Oh, my grandma's such a boner. (laughs) What a dork. (laughs) She's got all of her beanie babies, like, in the back. I know. Um, it says right. Ratten with Jesus. <laughs> oh, Carly. All right, let's hear about Carly. Carly. Um, she reported pockets of bone chilling cold during the hottest days of summer. Okay. And she always said that um, she felt like somebody was watching them. Uh, toilets would flush on their own. That's nice. <laughs> it's also a tremendous waste of water. It really is. Um, that's kind of interesting to me. Uh, the toilets flushing on their own? Yeah. Oh, it seems stupid. It it well, I mean, I feel like there's <clears throat> there's an explanation for that, but at the same time, it's kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's think about it for a minute because if um, this was like a slave graveyard mm-hmm. and they never had running water, yeah, they just want to have fun with like flushing toilets, which explains why they were like messing with the faucets all the time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And flushing, like, whoa, look at this cool invention. Um, I don't know. <laughs> if I, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just guessing. You're spitballing. Um, she, Carly said, stated too that like when the toilets would flush, when the water would uh, go down, she could hear conversations like someone murmuring to themselves, um, like they wanted to be he- heard. So think about it. They're like, it's just one. Well, there it goes again. The water just goes down. Where does the water go? <laughs> <laughs> Where, where, like, where does it go? Now it's going to fill up again. Where's this, this cracker water? teen with that stupid hair better go back to community college? She just wasn't listening. It could be that, or it could be like, and then just refill it again. Where does this water Sure. I, actually, I would like it for it to be a combination of wonderment and uh, uh, judgment. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then maybe they end it with like, why won't that crazy teen with the stupid hair answer me? Yeah, right? Why won't she tell me where the water's going? And also, like, why does she keep bringing her boyfriend Brendan in here? <laughs> Oh, Brendan, what's that thing on his face? Doesn't she know he's bi? <laughs> the answer was yes. The answer was yes. <laughs> she totally she knew. She's totally into it. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Ben Williams described seeing two ghostly figures in his home when he arrived home from his third shift. Oh. Um, the, the figures then went straight into the den and headed down the hall where they vanished. Um... <clears throat> they also noticed strange marks on an old oak tree by the sinkholes with an arrow pointing downward with two horizontal slashes, two horizontal slash marks beneath it. Um, this is kind of sad. An old, a longtime resident told them that um, he marked that tree as a way to identify where his sisters were buried. Oh, yeah. Shivers everywhere. That's mm-hmm. so beautiful. Yeah. It's really sad. Um, Ben also, uh, discovered a threatening apparition floating above his wife while she slept. Yes. And this is weird. Uh, six members of the Williams family. So like not those living in the home, but, or maybe they were, I don't know, but six members of the family were stricken with deadly cancers 
and three of them died within a year. That probably had to do with uh, lead poisoning, something in the land. That Aaron Brockovich water, thing. Yeah, yeah. Some there's something with that, or mm-hmm. some sort of asbestos, or mm-hmm. maybe they all worked at the same factory, and or it was ghost cancer. It was <laughs> not ghost cancer. It's hard to, it's hard to say. No, it is not hard. <laughs> we'll never know. We will know. Ghost cancer. Nope. Uh, Let's <laughs> go. Go to their place of work. Check in with OSHA. So uh, I refuse to believe in ghost cancer. Ghost cancer. Nope. Listen. So um, one thing, and I just I just copied and pasted this from an article that I was reading. Um, but they said that it's interesting to note that the area where most of the suburbs phenomena is said to be centered at the east end of a street called Poppets Way and its connecting side streets. Um, the definition of the word poppet is a doll made to represent a person for casting spells on that person. So it's like a voodoo doll. Mm-hmm. They also um, just call uh, puppets poppets in England. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, FYI. No. Right. So, it, yeah. Well, they're European. They're European dolls. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's just kind of like an interesting side note oui. about it. Um, so here's what happened with these two families. Everything turned out okay. Everything's fine, you guys. <laughs> everybody, everybody lived. Their houses didn't smell like poo or pee, ghost and everything was fine. cancer isn't a thing. Everybody's fine. Everybody wins, and the ghosts get to go back to wherever they came from. Yeah. Um. No. Alas. So, uh, what happened was. Um, the Haney started it, and they sued the developer for not disclosing that the house was built over the cemetery. Yeah, as they um, should. As they should have. And they were awarded $142,000 by a jury. And they spent it all on lottery Hooray! tickets. So they could buy a new dream house. <laughs> $142,000 dream house? In 1982, that's a lot of money. I mean. Maybe. I don't know. Um, and here's the, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Here's the problem. Uh-oh. A judge, the money was haunted. No. A judge reversed the decision on the legal grounds that the developers were not liable oh. and ordered the Haney's to pay $50,000 in court costs. <gasps> so they thought they were getting $142,000, but they had to pay fifty. Right. What a kick in the nuts. A total kick in the nuts. So the Haney's ended up filing for bankruptcy and abandoning their home. Oh, they just abandoned it. Yeah. Bay house. I don't know what happened to it. Bye house. Good day in house. In the middle of the street. Bye house. <laughs> there were dead people underneath. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, this is also crazy. So the Williamses, um, yep. they... I think the proper is Williamseses. Okay, the Williamseses. Yeah. Uh, thank you for clearing <laughs> that up. You're welcome. <laughs> You're so helpful. <laughs> uh, they considered legal recourse... But uh, the state re- um, of Tejas, of Tejas um, they required proof of the cemetery. What? Now, that That's bullshit. Fuck them. is crazy because there's got to be some kind of legal documentation yeah. that this place existed. Yeah. That they were burying bodies there. Wait. But the state was like, nope, you better like, <clears throat> or maybe it was the Williams, the Williamses's stating that they're like, well, we were told that we got to provide some kind of proof. We got to get like, dig up some kind of femur bone or, or (laughs) finger bone or ham bone or some kind of bone. So we're going to go in the backyard and we're going to dig it up by that big old oak tree. Did they dig it? Uh, so Jean began digging, uh, near one of the sinkholes beneath the oak. Um, and when she became too exhausted, her daughter, Tina took over. Oh, Tina. What a rock. Well, Tina dug for half an hour before collapsing. <gasps> what? And she died two days later <gasps> at the age of 30 of a massive heart attack. <gasps> oh, Tina. Yeah. She probably had like a mitral valve situation. Yes. Like cardio mitral valve. What's that thing? Mitral cardial. It's got like, a, it's it's like your heart's supposed to go click, 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 click. But if you, if you have it, it goes click, click. <sighs> Click, click, click. Oh, Tina. I know. Poor Tina. She's only 30. That's so sad. She just knocked the fuck over, huh? Yeah. Maybe she shouldn't have had a 400-pound shovel. Well, thanks a lot, Yep, they didn't have Home Depot then. So, they did not. They did not. 
Um, but it's, I mean, I have to say that if Jean wouldn't have gotten exhausted, this would have never happened. No, right? Like, Jean would have just fault. kept digging. Yeah, Jean. Um, Jean was her mother, right? She was her mother. So she was what? 42? Well, it's Texas, so that sounds accurate. Um, um, please do not write me at, at all. At highspiritschicago at gmail.com. Oh, no, no, well, you did it. Um, it's fine. We just can kidding, have, that we was can Noelle's ta- voice. We can take it. She can take it. Um, I can take it. J can't. JK. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So then the, the Williams just like abandoned the idea of any kind of lawsuit. They fled to Montana, <gasps> Montana. And then they eventually moved back to Texas where I don't know. Okay. Um, so sounds like from what I, from, from what I've read, um, both families are doing quite well and have gotten over all of this and, that's the end of their stories. Um, as far as anything, any activity after they left, there are mixed reports of if any activity even remains or if like things have happened to other people. Um, some people state that there's a high turnover of residents. Others state that there's not been any reported activity. I was actually going to, I shouldn't even say that I was going to do this, but I was going to go on to um, Zillow and kind of like, Look at the homes there and look at, like, the old, like, when the last time, like, the house was purchased and, like, check that out. Um, But I I didn't. (laughs) So So you didn't have credit for an amazing idea. I had this cool idea where I was like, I'm going to do this. And then um, I've been a little exhausted this week because I had a really long week last week. So I'm really sorry that I didn't do that. But maybe I will do that for next time. Sure. Do some reporting on that. Um. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, huh. You mean me? Yeah. And you. The people in the computer? The world. Oh. Computer people. <laughs> party people. Um, these are not party people. These are, like, like commute people. These are, like, oh, my God, get on with it people. Oh, okay. Um, commuter hey, guys, people. seriously, relax. Just chill out. Um, just give an elbow to that guy sitting to the left of you, man-spreading. Man-spreader. Put them together, buddy. Put them mm-hmm. together. Uh, um, so you're probably thinking to yourself, gee, this sounds a lot like that Poltergeist movie. Uh Uh-huh. Well. Which one? Good question. Um, (laughs) it's, it, it, it does sound like that, that Poltergeist movie, but, um, it's actually Poltergeist from what I know is not based off the story. Um, but there is another movie that this, um, that is based off of the story and it is called Grave Secrets. The Legacy of Hilltop Drive. It was a 1992 made-for-TV movie starring the one and only Patty Duke. <gasps> Pate! Yeah. And you oh, can, my God. I love Pate. I know you do. Uh, and you can watch this movie on YouTube Say it one for more free. Uh, Grave Secrets, The Legacy of Hilltop Drive. Man, they knew how to call movies, huh? They sure did. They sure (laughs) did. It's so punchy. Yeah. 1992. You can watch it on the YouTubes. Check it out. Um, There's also a book called The Black Hope Horror, written by Ben Williams, Gene Williams. One of the Williamses? The Williamses, yes. The Williamses. And John Bruce Shoemaker. Who the fuck is that? He. Interloper. Is probably the guy that actually wrote the book. Yeah, I, yes. Also an interloper (laughs) and a teetotaler. Yeah, they're like, why are you in here? Why why are you down in Crosby? John Bruce, you get over here and listen to what I have to say to you. Um, I hope they call him John Bruce. I'm writing a book for crazy people. (laughs) This story was also told on um, the reason I'm telling it today, which is what I wanted, how I wanted to open it, and I totally forgot, (laughs) is because. Unsolved Mysteries is back on Amazon Prime, and you can watch it. Oh, is it really? So I've been watching a lot of Unsolved Mysteries. From back in the day? Back in the day with Robert Stack. Yeah. It's great. It's really great. It's really grainy. Um, the glasses are big. The hair you is high. Robert Stack? Whoa. The shirts are tight. Uh, do, uh, okay, so the movie uh, Mommy Dearest starring yeah. Faye Dunaway, and Robert Stack was her love interest? Yes. Hello. I know. He, okay. looked, he was a handsome man. He was a very handsome man. But, and then um, he started to be like, there. I can't do his voice. Can you try? It's No, I don't think I can. It's kind of gravelly. And, uh, I No. There's a... Yeah, I can't do it. He'd be like, Gene Williams was digging in a backyard. But I can I can certainly do... Um, 
Faye Dunaway you can do Faye doing Dunaway. Robert Stack. <laughs> <laughs> what does that sound like? Ah, ew, ew, ew. <laughs> no. Get your filthy mitts off of me. I was going to say Joan Crawford. <laughs> Tear yeah. down this bitch of a bearing wall. <laughs> right in front of that movie. Oh, that's so good. Um, so, yeah. So, with the uh, return of Unsolved Mysteries to our our world and universe and lives, I thought it would be fun to do this story because they actually featured this story on Unsolved Mysteries. But in 2002, uh-huh. and I think that was when Dennis Farina was doing it. I am not He's sure who he also is. also deceased. Dennis Farina? Yeah. Um, the, he, Dennis Farina. Here, wait, hold on. May I describe the look on your face? <laughs> her eyebrows are completely, totally together. <laughs> the frown on her face is as deep as the Grand Canyon, and I'm getting shame bolts thrown at me. Who I'm the ma- fuck is He's Dennis America's Farina? police officer. He's America's detective. I'm, what? I'm making, I don't know. He's been, he's always a cop. He's always a okay. cop. I'm going to show you a picture of him when we are done with this. Well, don't threaten me with that. <laughs> he he passed away a couple years ago. Well, I'm sorry he, for it. He, he's been in movies and stuff, but he always usually plays like either like um, a mobster or... So he's uh, like a mook. A cop. Yeah. Yeah, for so sure. So in his time as, as, as being an actor, they only cast him as a mook. He is a 100% typecast. Um, Are you going to show me on your phone? I'm going to show you on my phone because I want you to know <laughs> who Dennis Farina is. Okay. Uh, uh, do you want me to vamp in the meantime? No, I, I've got him right here. Oh, okay. Um, I was also featured on an episode of Paranormal Witness. So if you're curious. Oh, that guy. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, exactly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got oh, it. he was a former Chicago police officer. Oh. Thanks, Wikipedia. Sure. Um, he often typecasts as a mobster or police officer. Yeah. <laughs> Nailing we'll throw it. him up on the uh, uh, the old Facebook right. so you guys can see him. Yeah. So uh, uh, was he in Snatch? Or did he wasn't. Just... He was in Snatch. Oh. Yeah. In good get shorty. Uh oh. Oh. I don't want to click on. So yeah. So um, if you wanna if you wanna learn more about the story or see like the personal accounts of it, you can find it on Unsolved Mysteries or Paranormal Witness, which is a show on the Sci Fi Channel. Oh. Okay. So that's spelled S Y F Y. Sci Fi F Y. Yeah, so um, kind of a shorter one today, but I like this story, and it's interesting. And this is why you should never bury, build on a cemetery, or yeah. bury on a cemetery. Sure. Or bury in a cemetery. Nope, you should always bury in a cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time we have tonight. Uh, we just want to give a shout out to our sponsors. Uh, first of all, Walgreens, thank you so much for making that delicious wine. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Noah, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a dynamite. It's an explosion in my mouth. Perf. I'm drinking Gone Away and I spilled it all over my white couch. Oh. Um, on behalf of High Spirits Chicago, we thank you so much for being interested in uh, uh, booze and ghosts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to catch you next time. And Noah has something totally gross to say to you. Sweet dreams. <laughs>